You're listening to the Fortnite Community Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Goal Zero. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Community Podcast brought to you by Glomtom, glomtom.com. Use the code FORTNITE for 5% off, and I promise you guys will enjoy your Glomtoms. All you guys out there that had messaged us and told us a few weeks ago, I went to use the code and it wasn't working, and I just, so I didn't get my Glomtom yet. You can go there now and grab your Glomtom, and for all those that are still wondering, yes, the word is Glomtom, G-L-O-M-T-O-M.com, and you'll enjoy that. Uh, obviously, guys... As always, make sure you're sending everybody and directing everybody over to FortniteCommunityPodcast.com where you can check out all of our episodes, um, including our last week's episode with Dr. Lupo. If you did not hear that, I don't know what you guys are doing because it was a fantastic time. We had an awesome time talking with him and uh, you know him uncovering how awesome actually Miss Dr. Lupo is, really keeping him together over there. So it was awesome. Thank you so much uh, for coming on, Ben. We really appreciate that, buddy. And then, uh, of course, uh, we have Topic Tuesdays on our Discord, so guys, make sure you go check that out. You can join our community Friday nights, which we had a crazy Friday night this past Friday. So if you're on PS4s, primarily where we're doing it right now, um, you can come join our community Fridays. And then we also have the PS4 community, so you guys can come join that. Uh, Just search for Fortnite Community Podcast. And uh, you can subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, follow us on Podbean, Google Play, wherever you guys want it. Obviously, we appreciate the support so much. Obviously, now those things are off the table. We're ready to get started with this week's episode 23. Uh, but before we jump in with our special guest that we have today, me and Noel Zero want to bring you guys an announcement from our friends over at Guardian Con. We are happy to announce the Guardian Con Fortnite exhibition event, Clips for Kids. If you or anyone else wants to get involved with this event, the first thing you need to do is go to guardiancon.co slash support and register a Tiltify page to raise money for the kids of St. Jude. After you've done that, fill out the registration form that's presented here, and you'll be ready to go when the event launches April 21st. To earn points during the event, you have to win. Points are applied for the final elimination and everything that goes into it. So get out there, win some games, and raise some money for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For a full set of rules and all applicable point values, visit guardiancon.co slash clips for kids. That's guardiancon.co slash clips, the number four, kids. All right, so No Zero got our big first charity event that uh, obviously Guardian Con is pulling off for Fortnite here. I'm super excited to see it happen. Uh, so Clip for Kids, Clips for Kids is going to start next Saturday, guys. So that's April 21st, has Broman announced. And we're actually going to have Broman on the show next week to talk about it, uh, a little bit about how it went and what they have set for Guardian Con coming this summer. If you guys haven't checked out guardiancon.co, go check that out. But uh, basically how it's going to work, guys, is each individual or team plays multiple rounds of Fortnite on April 21st. When it comes down to the last elimination or final engagement of the round, all actions included will be paired with the point values above. After the game, clip the engagement, tally up the points, and keep playing. Each clip you submit will earn you points. The more, the more wins, the more final engagements, the more creative, the more points you will earn. 
So no zero, if you were able to go out there and get some clips for kids, start earning some money, uh, how would you do that, man? What, 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 what do winners receive? What do you get if you, if you win this thing? Well, Troy, I'm so glad you asked. The winners <laughs> will be immortalized, and the GC, which is GuardianCon, by the way, if anybody didn't follow along with that, uh, 2018 plaque celebrating each individual community event this year. As the Fortnite clip champion, <clears throat> in addition, they will be immor- uh, immortalized in the 2018 GC event Hall of Fame. So you guys obviously going to be immortalized for a long time in a lot of different places. Um, but Double obviously- immortalization confirmed. <laughs> but the awesome thing is you're also going to be helping out a lot of kids and, and having a fun time. And hey, maybe if you're even trying to get recognized for your play in Fortnite, this is a good opportunity for you to stick in there and go, hey. I know you guys all watch Ninja and Dr. Lupo, but what about me, right? And so you can get in there and, and get some of your clips shown to a whole lot of people on a great platform. Um, and then what about, like, what about smaller streamers? No, Zero, can smaller streamers participate as well? No, they can't. No, actually, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, yes, the Fortnite event is open to all participants with a running Guardian Con Tiltify campaign. So obviously you need to go do what Bromance said. Get you a Tiltified page, start earning. Yeah, so you guys can go to guardiancon.co, click on support, and you can go to uh, Tiltify there, create your Tiltify page, which is basically just the portal for people to be able to donate through and them to keep all this money together for St. Jude's. Last year, we almost, they almost raised $2 million, guys, uh, and this is just the beginning for GuardianCon 2018, and I think their hopes are far above what they were last year, which is awesome. So... Help save some kids. Do clips for kids. Hashtag clips for kids on Twitter. And go check it out guardiancon.co. Uh, and Broman will be here next week. Super excited about that as well. So, well, guys, we have an awesome guest for you this week. And uh, he is all the way from the UK, another friend of ours from across the pond, with over 77,000 subscribers on YouTube, uploaded over 933 videos there for you to watch and enjoy with your eyes. Over 7,300 followers on Twitter. And, of course, your source for weekly challenge videos. If you guys are looking, where, where the heck do I go this week for my challenges? The one, the only, Mr. Bull Cable. What's up, buddy? Oh, thanks for having me on this. Yeah, um, if you guys want to come and check any new challenge videos, I upload them every week. Try and get them as fast as possible. And this week was a little bit hard, obviously because of the server problems with this new weekly challenges. But I do try and get them out as fast as I can. Try and get them out before everyone else. But there's a huge competition out there, and it's just so hard to get them out fast. Oh, man, it is. It is a competition for sure. I know they, obviously, you're not the only one that does this type of video, but you do a great job at it, and you got a lot of people watching you do it on YouTube. I mean, it, are, you, are you already scouting it out? I mean, as soon as any details come out about what the following week's challenges are, are you already scouting out, like, what am I going to do? Kind of what is my plan to get these challenges done in a certain order? Or do you just, as soon as it drops on that week, do you just jump in? Early, well, basically, it's like right in the morning when the challenges come out, so I'm quite tired. I'm <laughs> the, second, the second the challenges are out, I'm on the game, I'm trying to find them straight away. Now, there is some leaks where people do find leaks of what the challenges are going to be, but it's not guaranteed that you can rely on them. So you're just having to go in the game, clicking on the game, getting there right on the time and just going and try and find them. For example, if it was, for example, search between the three boats, you're going to have to do that yourself because 
else do you, you, I can't just watch a YouTube video. I'm there and it's just right. really good fun. I really enjoy it. And it's like a race against the clock because <laughs> I know there's a lot of other people trying to do it at the same time. And it's all about who can get it up first on YouTube because it's instantly there's always people looking for the challenges the second they come out. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I really, really enjoy it. That's awesome, man. We've had some great videos along the way already. Here we are in, what, week like eight now? Um, so uh, obviously a lot of great videos so far. Uh, keep those going for sure. I mean, obviously, we, we read off all the awesome numbers, all the subscribers, all the, the videos you do every week with all the challenges. But, like, how'd you get to that point, man? Like, tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of where you grew up at, um, and, uh, you know, kind of lead us into how you get into gaming. This is a complicated question. Um, <laughs> I actually started YouTube channels, and this goes back about six, seven years. This is really old. And just, I was started uploading Call of Duty. I think most people used to upload Call of Duty montages and stuff. Just the little thing I used to do. Right. And then that didn't work. And then I started, and I actually did another Call of Duty montage channel. That didn't work. And then I decided to, I actually originally started this channel with Minecraft Let's Plays. Like, quite a lot of channels do that. And that <laughs> didn't work. Huge, really competitive. And I just didn't like it. But then I actually started uploading mobile gameplay. So that was mobile for games like, I don't know if you guys know Clash Royale and oh, yeah. Beach. And no Zero's Clash addicted to Clash. I, I yeah, play I Clash be... Royale. I'm um, not so addicted anymore, but I do like Clash. Um, I was actually quite close with the developers of Clash Royale. They sent me over um, to have a look at the way they make the game and stuff like that. That was really, really good. But, Did um, you meet any of the other guys like Molt and... Uh... Nick at, Nick night, at night, Clash with Ash. Clash with Orange Ash. Juice. So we met Galadon. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we met all Sweet. them people as well. That was really cool that they sent us over there. And, well, I actually had cons on the sides. Everybody, the whole channel was revolved around mobile at the time. I've always played console, always played some PC games as well. And... The actual reason that I started making Fortnite content was actually kind of by luck. I was actually one of the first people to actually start uploading Fortnite before it blew up. Um, I w always had my eye on Players Unknown Battleground. I was always in, you know, interested by the concept yeah. of the Battle Royale. I mean, I knew the game Fortnite before because I was actually, me and my brother were thinking about buying Fortnite. This is before Battle Royale was even a thing. Right. This the original Save the World Fortnite. Cause, but we decided it was going to go free to play eventually anyway. So we... Like, like a lot of people, you just waited. Oh, and I, I can't remember where exactly seen that Fortnite were going to do a Battle Royale thing. And I don't actually think much people even realized that Fortnite Battle Royale was coming out. Um, they weren't really hyping it up. It was always PUBG, PUBG. So... I went to give it a go. It was on Xbox. It came on the store, and it was not even that popular at the time. Right. And I really, really enjoyed it, and I just thought, why not? I'll upload a video of this new Fortnite game. There's not any, barely any videos out there. And I, and I made a, I think it was a chest run, and that video blew up, and that was getting way more views than the mobile gaming <laughs> videos I was doing at the time. And I just sort of ran with it, and so that and was that was on the save the world side. 
Oh, this was on the Battle Royale the second okay. it came out. Second it came this out. This was before right. Ali A and before a lot of the big the names got into stuff it. even actually played. Yeah, this yeah. is before the big names came into it. And it was and I think I was on like ten thousand subscribers or something like that. Right. And within like two months, three thousand just uploading tips and tricks and then in like funny moments videos as well from you know really popular streamers and stuff like that but right it's really crazy because are influenced by i think the popularity of fortnite in general um is popular not so much because trend i mean every if you have a look on youtube a lot of creators are making fortnite now i mean it's unbelievable how many oh, people yeah. it's just huge oh, yeah and that's obviously influenced the success of the, of of the Fortnite. game. Yeah. And it's such a good game. And, oh, well, I mean, it, it, it's all up to Epic, the company that make Fortnite, Epic. Yeah, no, it Probably is. Probably the best developer I've ever seen, best game creator. Honestly, it's unbelievable the effort they put in. I, I think I read somewhere that after working on this game, all of their teams around the world, all Epic Studios are working on Fortnite. Yeah, able to pump out these updates so fast and so efficiently, and I think they have set a huge benchmark for the rest of gaming in general of how in terms of I mean the, it's unbelievable how far that games came since yeah. it just came out. And no, it's, oh, absolutely, it's, it's funny your your story's a little bit like Uber YouTuber who was on our show as well, who did used to do mobile games and he still does does quite a bit of mobile stuff. Um, he's actually doing some mobile Fortnite stuff, but same similar thing. How we found him, and he came to our community as well. Is um, is a similar background of doing mobile, and and then all of a sudden getting into Fortnite and it catching his eye. So it's funny that it is the same thing for you as well. And and uh, you and your brother were trying to get into it, and then all of a sudden BR came out, and then here you are today. Tell us a little bit about like how your channel, as far as where the name Bull Cable come from. How'd you how'd you come with Bull Cable? I've had this question asked to me <laughs> and to be honest I don't know this is weird but I think when I've actually made a lot of channels and I needed a name and I thought it was just I think I was in a room I can't remember what it was and it was I wanted the name to be similar to you know like how rooster teeth it's just like a rooster and a teeth right and I just looked in the room and there was a poster of a bull and then there was a cable in the corner, and I just literally put them together like that. Bull cable. <laughs> that's what funny. Was that? It was as simple as that. <laughs> wow, was... that's that's funny. That's funny. What are what are like what what do you think like the um, the biggest struggle has been for you as a creator? You've said you've made all these different channels, and you've kind of gone through these different games. Like, what is it? Number one, maybe better question is what is it that kept you going and trying to figure out these other channels. And number two, you know, what as would you what kind of advice would you give to someone that's having a hard time getting that channel to go? Maybe they've been through, this, through some of the same things you've been through. That's that's a thing. It's because well, I've got what over nine hundred uploads, right? And this is over a maybe four or five year four period four year period or something. Uh-huh. And I think it was because I never thought of it. 
was never a struggle to upload anything. I always just did it. I never routine for me. If every two days or a day, I just would make a video, and it just happened. I re- obviously really enjoy it. Right. I think if you're not enjoying it, then it's not really any point because the, because um, it's just a a chore. It becomes right. just a job. And if if you're not enjoying it, this is no way you're going to be able to do it long term. Yeah, yeah. Or starting out yeah. and wanting to make a channel. Um, if you are enjoying it, then there's nothing. It, it doesn't matter how big you are. You'll always go bigger. It, it, you're, you're, if you're better than, I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. it you're, you're just going to get bigger through time. It's, it's not, there's no quick. Right. Right. No, I, yes, I think you're right. Made yeah. me, that was just lucky. Yeah. Um. But if if Battle Royale didn't come out, I'd still be uploading videos anyway. Yeah. It's just that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Like even if if BR wasn't out, you would still be doing your YouTube thing no matter what. So that's that's really cool. Um. And I, I think you're right. I think consistency and enjoying what you're doing by default, those two things together, will grow your channel. Right, and essentially get your get your views that you're looking to get, and and grow the community you're looking to grow. If you just be consistent and continue to put out the content, um, and enjoy it. So, uh, what has been your favorite part about Fortnite? Favorite part in terms of gameplay, or just the whole experience? Yeah, just the whole experience. Or... Like, uh, I don't even know if you've played Save the World yet. Uh, now, but uh, it just you know, even if it's just been BR, like. What what's been your favorite part? Has it been meeting new people? Has it been uh, you know enjoying the gameplay? You know diving into this world that you know you kind of had your eye on with with PUBG a little bit. Um, what what's been your favorite part about discovering what Fortnite has been to you? Um, I just think that the favorite thing about Fortnite. This is going to be maybe not a question, not an answer you're expecting, but packed. A video game, Fortnite, did to everybody. It's such a huge thing, and it's so spontaneous. You know, we got Drake playing with Ninja. Right. We got it's all of the game. You know, no one would even predict that a, a random Fortnite game that's still in early access. Battle Royale side game mode that would become this big and this successful and I just like watching it grow and how it keeps setting records it makes it's making creators huge it's discovering a lot and it's just unbelievable I just the scale of the game it's just the idea in general that Fortnite I mean people just call it Fortnite but it's actually Fortnite Battle Royale right and um, Fortnite the original Fortnite is Probably most people don't even know what Save the World is, and that's probably quite sad. And that's the original game. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think some people might might agree, right? Depending on if if they enjoyed it or not. But yeah, it is. You're right. It is pretty crazy the things that we've seen a video game do, and and kind of the social media barriers that it has broken down um, and brought together. Yes. Right since we since we've had it. So no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Have you unbelievable? So. Did you did you always grow up being a gamer? Oh my goodness, <laughs> the hours of gaming is. I've I've always played games. I mean, 
first console I got was a PS One. I okay. mean, I'm only twenty, so it's right. not. It's not. Um, Why do English people sound so much more mature or older than 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 you know <laughs> us over here in the states? I don't get it. I still sound like a little boy, and I'm yeah. 32. You know, so I'm just like every every guy that I talk to. I promise, every guy I talk to across the pond, every friend we got, they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm only 25." And you're like, "Man, you sound like a grown <laughs> man." My goodness. That's funny. Well, um, I mean, anything else that ever caught your eye um, about, you know, Fortnite as a whole that really has spoken to you in a unique way or, you know, a part that maybe you've just really enjoyed? You know, let's, let's put it this way. What about Fortnite keeps you making those videos? Is it just the fact that, like, Number one on your on your challenge week that you, that's a fun thing for you to challenge yourself to do first. Can I be first every week? You know, yeah. or is is there something else that that keeps driving you uh, when it comes to creating videos? Um, it's the fact that it's has so much variety. They're updating the game every week, so or every two weeks, and they're always making new things to. They're always twisting it, adding a new weapon new equipment new skins right and they're always keeping it fresh and to be honest the game is no game is the same no right. you jump into solos you're not going to get the same identical solos twice you know you, you have your own little experiences in the game 1v1 battles with people you can be really creative with the building aspect of the game yeah endless possibilities it's just the mechanics in general i've always been a a really um, big fan of third-person games, right? And Fortnite Battle Royale is a third-person, and the mechanics as well. And I really like the cartoony sort of—they don't take themselves too, too serious. serious. Yeah, yeah. No, I got gotcha. you. I really like that in a game. So that it means that they can actually push boundaries. They don't have to stick to a realistic. I got you. Or they can add boogie bombs. They can they can play about with it, and I really enjoy that in the game. And it's just it's such a good game. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I think that's why we're all addicted to it, right? Is it just keeps growing and more things keep coming. And I think you're right. It's a combination of the art style with the gameplay itself and the community has been awesome. So I mean, I'm 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 excited to see where the future brings us in Fortnite. That's for sure. Definitely. Well, let's go ahead and and jump over to this week's Topic of the Week. All right, so obviously this week we had a very big update. Version 3.5 comes out, and they dropped the patch notes for us. Uh, um, Some some major things that came to were Port-A-Fort that came out. The replay system came out this week. Was there a lot of, I know YouTubers like yourself, probably pretty excited for their bull. Yeah. Uh, oh 50 versus 50 was announced. It was going to come this week, but it's going to come next week, they said, uh, just because of server, some of the server issues they had when they did the update. And then we had the, for console, we had the Pro Builder controls come out. Uh, the squad comms were added there on your directional pad for console players. And then some audio changes that occurred as well. Before we jump into some of these more deep-dived situations that are going on with the update, I want to ask you guys, have you, have you noticed, number one, all these audio changes they've had? And number two, what is your favorite, Null Zero, what has been your favorite 
uh, audio change uh, in all the weapons that they have announced. I think my favorite uh, audio change would be the SMG. That yeah. one is sounding really good. Yeah, it, it, I love the new sound of the of the tactical SMG for sure. Um, it sounds like it, it just it's so distinct now, and you can and you can hear it. I mean, Bull, have you had a chance to check out a lot of the new sounds that have come in? This is actually something that I probably should have been, you know, concentrating a little bit more on, but I haven't really noticed much audio changes at all. That's something that, to be honest, gets kind of goes over my head. Yeah, audio audio changes in the game. I've definitely uh, noticed, obviously, the blue the blue um, outline on traps. Right, that's, that's that seriously. is yeah, that is really important too. And I and I meant to grab that one. And you're right, that's another huge point. And, and, and probably the main points that happened in this update was that they added the color change to traps that are your teammates. Finally. I mean, no zero. We've been crying out for this for, I don't know, eight months now, whatever it's been. Right. I mean, because yeah, I mean, it's really scary whenever you're like running and you're like, Oh my God. And yeah. then it's like, you start shooting and someone's like, that's my trap. And you're like, Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge change. You're right. Bull. The traps is a, is a huge one. And I think um, when it comes to the audio things, some of those, some people aren't going to notice that because it's almost like they do it so well and they balance things so well that it just kind of engages you more in the game and you're not really sure, why, yeah. why am I more engaged here? Why does that feel really good or sound really good, right? Because the sound of a, of a weapon really plays a lot into, I think, of how it, how it plays in your hand and how you, your mind is playing kind of a trick on you, like, oh, this actually feels this way, right? It sounds this way. Um, so, uh, but yeah, the traps, that's a huge one. Uh, obviously the auto, the other things that I mentioned, um, port a fort. I mean, I have seen this thing used in so many different ways. First off, I've seen it obviously in the normal instance where all of a sudden you're in a gunfight, you jump up and all of a sudden this nice little forts there for you to get some high ground and you take on your opponents. But the two cool ways that I've also seen it is people falling down from, like, uh, sky bridges, and they'll throw the port of fort right when they're about to hit the ground, and they'll hit the tires and jump back up to the top. Uh, and I've also seen it where people were on top of, of towers and tilted, and there was a guy underneath them, and they threw the port of fort down onto the enemy, and it shot the enemy up on top of the port of fort, and they're above the port of fort, and they killed the guy. Right? I mean, oh it, yeah. so good. <laughs> it's so it is right. When I saw that bull, I was like, I can't, I can't believe I just saw that. Like that is the best use of a port of fort I've seen is last night when you got reason <laughs> into the port of Thor, uh, fort and stole the llama from him. That is the absolute <laughs> best use of the port of fort I've seen. Yeah. So what happened, bulls? One of the guys we were playing with, he's like, "There's a llama right there," and so we're running up the hill, and he's like, "I'm gonna get it." And so I threw my port fort on top of him to stop him from being able to keep running, and it let, allowed me oh, to get right. in front of him <laughs> and, and grab the llama before oh, he could. So yeah, it was good. But yeah, um, yeah, obviously crazy plays happen to these things. I mean, David, how do you feel overall about the use of it? Like, do you like the item in the game? Is it what you thought it would be? I, overall, I like it. The only thing I thought would have been different, or at least from conceptualization of it, was like. I thought it'd be more random forts. Like it was going to be kind of random what it would pop up. Right. Um, I guess it's best that it's uh, a static, you know, one fort. This is what it is. Um, because 
at least there there's predictability there because what happens if you throw a fort to try to help yourself out and then it sucks and you have like a house or something right like, well this is no good so but overall i think it's a pretty good thing I, I i don't know i don't have any complaints against it no i'm with you what about you bull how do you feel about it i like it i like the idea of it i thought this is going to be great but i find myself never using it because i never have an infantry slot to spare right yeah to actually use the thing yeah I... it's similar to a lot of the things in the game i never need have a spot for impulses i never have a spot for boogie bombs even grenades sometimes i just feel like yeah just don't ever get to use it i use it when we're i'm, I'm not going to have it late game um but i think it's going to help maybe some players you know building is such a huge thing in the game yeah, and you know maybe if the players are not confident with building, this can help them. Yep. Um. So I think that's really where it's gonna you know strive. Yeah. For players, newer players. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think it helps out those players, but I also think the crazy plays we see down with it at the higher end is really awesome. It is. We've talked about this a lot on our show uh, about how you manage your inventory slots, right? In the five inventory slots they have. And this is another prime example of another item that I think is actually pretty good and has a lot of uses, um, especially as you get into late game. But how do you weigh it over health packs or a shield, right? Um, how do you weigh it over uh, a sniper rifle, right? Because we know most people are going to carry their AR, most people are going to carry a shotgun. So really, in those instances, there's only two, three slots that you're going to be able to have. Uh, we know most people are going to carry at least one shield or one health. So then it limits you to two slots for all these crazy awesome items. You know what I mean? Um, so it's, it's, it is very interesting how another item is added in. I think one thing we don't see, though, as gamers, and it continually um, something I think about when new items come out, is when a new item is placed on the map in spot, uh, it's, it's placed in, in, in a spot exchanging something else. Right, so before there might have been nades there, and now there's not nades there. Right, so it's not necessarily that there's more items on the playing field altogether. It just means that there's less of the other items that we we're used to seeing on the playing field. And um, I would really like to see those numbers as they come down the pipeline. Maybe Epic will share with us one day, like kind of what uh what they try to get on the map and how they try to balance it that would be a really cool discussion to have with them um because as an item gets added to the game the chances of the other percentages go down yeah because that's been added and that's probably why they're having to change this all the time i've never really thought about that before that's really good yeah yeah i mean it's always constantly changing essentially for people out there that played a lot of pc games essentially changing the meta right? The meta is always constantly changing right now, especially in Fortnite, especially with some of the changes we had this week, which we're going to talk about. But um, then we had the replay system, as I mentioned. I mean, I, I don't think there's too much to say here besides it's awesome. You know, it's been a, it's been a really cool experience watching it. Uh, what about for a YouTuber? I mean, how pumped are you to have this replay system? Is it going to help you out a lot to be able to, to do videos, Bull? This is this is every content creator's dream. And <laughs> um, this opens so much doors. It, it and it's not even it's not it's 
they've went full out with this replay system. The things you can do in it is unbelievable. I mean, I was expecting just a, a simple, you can watch yourself play the game again, you know, like just a simple replay, but you can go and, you know, fly about in the camera. You can do fancy angles and, oh my goodness, this is going to open up a lot of really cool content for people. This is this is a crazy. This, honestly, this is may not seem exciting for, you know, the average person, but it's gonna. You should be excited because you're the ones that are watch. You're the people that are watching the videos, and they're gonna be so much more creative. And oh yeah, oh oh yeah. I think it's really awesome. Obviously, from a creator standpoint, and from you know, if they continue to push the idea of a pro scene for this game, this is obviously very essential to to having this. Um, you know, you can go in drone mode, like Bull said. You can get close up. I mean, you can you can see people's you know eyeballs. You can get right in their faces. Uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun to see. I know, especially really great uh, video editors. They're doing some crazy stuff and already showing some things off. And I can't wait to see as a fan. So definitely, you're right. It's going to bring the fans some enjoyment. Uh, they might not realize it right now, but it's going to be bringing a lot of enjoyment down the future for sure. Uh, as I said, 50 vs. 50 is announced. There's going to be some changes to it. It's going to be up this next week, so as you're listening to this, you're probably going to be getting into some 50 vs. 50. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that next week and see how we enjoyed it. Um, one of the big things I definitely want to talk about is the Pro Controller layout. No Zero, give us your feedback on this Pro Controller layout real quick. The Build Pro? <clears throat> yeah, the Build Pro. <coughs> um, it's something sorry, we talked the about. Pro Builder think, controller, yeah, yeah. Um, it's something we talked about for a long time. Uh, I can't believe it's finally here. Uh, I'm still having a little trouble. I haven't played much this week, and so I've actually <laughs> been trying to catch up with where everybody's at with it. But I'm starting to get my hang, you know, get the hang of it. I really enjoy it. I think it's well needed for console, um, because it finally gives us the ability, like with some of the changes with the lag on building being changed, and now we're here with the building pro. It's like now we can build like we're on PC. There's no reason to like you can do exactly what they do on PC with no questions asked. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously we don't have a mouse for for some of the quick side to side movements, but you are right in the fact of now basically for everybody that doesn't know this pro builder controller setup is when you go into your fort building mode. Um, you basically beforehand you had to scroll through your different building types, right? Uh, whether it be your ramp or your floor, or your ceiling or your wall. Um, and now each one of those items is placed on a single trigger or bumper. Um, and so basically, when you go into building mode, instantaneously you just click the button for the angle you want and click it again to lay down that angle or that piece that you're looking for. For me, um, it was very difficult at first. Yesterday, yeah. it, it oh, I mean, I, I spent, so I played Thursday. I actually was off Friday, but I played all day Saturday, all last night, and then uh, again today. And I feel like after three days of, of pretty hard, long, long games and use, today it finally started to really, really click with me. Last night, I started to get moments of it where it, it felt good but I was still having to think a lot about it. And now I feel like it's really starting to just be my reaction. So putting in the time right. to get there, I think is the hardest thing. Bull, have you, I know you play on console, you play on Xbox. You told us before the show, have you tried out this new pro builder controller layout? 
Oh, I actually haven't. Uh, and I'm going to try it because one of my friends was showing me a clip. I was over at his fr- house last night and he was showing me this clip of him. Oh, look how fast I can build. Right. And I'm thinking, I need to try that out. And that is something that I was going to try out the second it came out and I completely forgot about it. <laughs> and I really, really should, honestly, because this the feature seems, obviously, as you say, um, it's going to take a little bit of getting used to, but I, you can see the potential of it. And that right. is, you just need to get yourself used to it if you want to be a better player. Yeah, um, yeah. I know one of my friends is still using the old very first setting the settings <laughs> that you have to press Y to switch. Oh, you man. have to press. Yeah. And um, I'm thinking, why are you doing this? It's like, oh, I, I, I really just can't get used to the normal one. I'm just saying, come on, man. You, please, please get used yeah. to it because it's so much better. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I knew people that were playing on the original setting when Combat Pro came out. And I, I'll concede that Combat Pro wasn't an absolute you have to switch. Um, I mean, I think it really should. You should. But with the Building Pro, I don't think there's an option. I think uh, as the players get used to that combat control, or I'm sorry, the Build Pro control, you're definitely going to have to be in the Build Pro control too because you can't match the builds that a a good you know Build Pro is actually going to be able to uh, pull off. So low tech is probably the, you know, for everybody that plays with us. Um, but we have a friend that's a pretty good builder. His name is low tech. He was, he was a good builder on combat pro. He's even a better builder on pro builder. Um, and he kind of gave everybody in, in our discord, uh, his 10 cents about what he thought about it. I think the biggest thing for anybody is muscle memory. Look, you're going to have to sacrifice a few hours of games, a few rounds of games. It's going to bother your stats a little bit. Um, but at the end of the day, your gaming experience and your enjoyment is going to get even more, I think. I think it's going to be better. And I think you're going to feel like you can do more in the game and compete better if you make that switch. So I just urge people out there that listen, that do play on console, give it some time and make the switch. Give it a few days. Um, and then let us know. I, we're curious to hear you guys' feedback, how much you do like it. Maybe you gave it a couple of days and you went back to Combat Pro. Uh, but let us know either way. I'm, I'm very curious. And uh, and Bull, you let us know, man. I I I think you're gonna enjoy it. It's it's a it's a good layout. And I think uh, as you saw firsthand, it will definitely let you build quicker. So. Um, we had the squad comms. Now this is a feature I'm gonna be like you, Bull. I haven't used it all. I haven't even touched the squad comms one time. Um, and that could be because the majority of the time I'm playing with people I know and I'm on mic. But uh, for those people that don't know, squad comms basically like little gestures and, and, and uh, directions you can give to your teammates using the D-pad. Um, have, you, David, have you even seen these at all? I saw it. Um, I accidentally pulled it up the other night. And I was Same. like, what the hell is this? That's how I, that's how I remembered it. I accidentally saw it. I was like, what, what the heck? Um, yeah, I was like, what is this? And then I, because I backed out of it like two or three times without thinking about it like, right. or even looking at what it was and so i backed out of it and never really looked at like what it was and then i finally looked at it and i was like oh that's pretty you know that's a pretty cool idea for uh people who are playing and you know don't want to wear a mic which is right pretty often it seems like on console i, I don't know why <laughs> people just don't want to deal with people they don't know yeah. um so i don't know how people meet each other other than through like 
you know, a friend, you know, playing with someone and then you play with them and you're like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. Or they join yeah, a cool community. I, yeah, they could do that, which uh, we definitely have. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's, it's a cool enough idea. I much rather a D-pad that um, gives me like dedicated grenade slot so that I could pick up some of these cool grenades. Right. Yeah. But uh, this works too, I guess. I, I don't know. I'm not too big on the future, but it's like you said, we, we play with people that are on mics and talk. And so yeah. I guess it would be helpful the times we're playing uh, squads and we don't, you know, turn off Phil and we have, uh, you know, a random on our team. Right. Yeah. I mean, what about, what about you, Bull? Do you, do you usually play with people you know, or are you playing solos? What's kind of your, your ticket? Are you always, you know, do you queue for, you know, Phil's? Um, well, actually, yes. Um, I used to play with three people quite a lot of the time, and we usually just let the third person fill. And this will probably be a really good feature for me. I actually found it, like you guys, by mistake. I just clicked on it, and I had a little look at it, right? and I didn't really... But I've just realized, I feel like this feature is designed for the 50v50 game mode. Yeah. Um, when you're walking around with all these players in your team, you don't know how much health they have. You don't know if you need a shield. You don't know. You can't communicate with anybody. Um, obviously, if you're in the squad, you can see if they need health. Right. Um, but in, in 50v50, you can't. And obviously, the, the blue outline on traps is going to be a huge thing in 50v50 as well. Yeah. A lot of these are sort of designed for the 50v50 game mode, which is it's obviously really good for normal anyway. And I think they're obviously, because the new 50v50, they're improving it a lot since the last time. I feel like it was a little bit of a mess, a little bit random. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. I mean, some teams were even, weren't even 50 versus 50. You know, you would have, uh, you know, um, one side completely, you know, like two or three more people than the other side just to begin the game with. And then, you know, I think this is going to be a little more direction because kind of from what they've told us on the new 50 for 50, two teams are going to fight. Uh, you know, from different sides, essentially. So do the large squad mode. Um, it looks like that each team has a bus. So like they'll be approaching the island from opposite directions of the map, which will be really crazy. Final circle is visible on the mini map at the start. Players have 10 minutes to loot the map at the, at the storm, as the storm closes in the circle, then five minutes to fight and another five minutes as the storm shrinks at the end. Supply drops come in batches uh, of three to six, fall every two minutes, and only land in the final circle, in the final storm circle. So, like, every two to three minutes, three to six supply drops will drop at a time in the final circle. So, like, there, you know how many people are going to be there to begin with? It's going to be insane just waiting to get those balloons. And then they added, a, uh. yeah, they added a dotted line to the map, which indicates the battle lines between the two teams. Crossing the line will make running into enemies are more likely it's just there's a whole more list of stuff they're increasing the loot the farm loot spawn double ammo the ammo boxes spawn triple ammo uh i can't wait to play it because all the changes and i think you're right these directional this the new directional pad and all this is definitely going to come into play i think for uh commuting between teams of four right that you're already in there so i'm curious i can't wait till custom games till they let me do 50 versus 50. So, you know, you can have like 100 people in there and it's going to be a blast. Be so awesome. It'd be great. Talking smack to everybody. Um, 
they uh, they did have a couple of big fixes, lots of fixes actually this time around. One of the fixes was uh, the floating weapon glitch. Uh, did you guys have this on Xbox and Bull? Oh yes, I I have it quite a lot actually, and it means you weren't able to shoot your weapon. It was really really annoying. It usually only happens at the start of the games. Right. I've had quite a lot of glitches. Um, with it usually most of my glitches happen at the start of games i don't know if you guys ever had the glitches where like parts of the map wouldn't load yeah um yep. but probably not it's just oh I, I love when they fix the bugs because what do you expect they're pumping an update every week there's gonna yeah. be some bugs and they're <laughs> on top of it like that it's just yeah i'm glad they got to the weapon glitching especially because like you said you could be in a battle and then all of a sudden you couldn't switch you on your pickaxe chest with your gun to shoot the person and your gun's floating in the air it's like doesn't make any sense so they fixed that one and obviously this is a big one for all of us here because we're all console players is they they fix freezing and hitching update mainly uh focusing on consoles so they optimized uh some of the stuff for consoles and the performance it actually says here in the patch so it's the major optimization plus improvement made to console load times and CPU performance. So they talk, they break it down and how they affected Xbox and PS4 separately here, but obviously a huge thing for us is they continue to make the game more seamless and, you know, have less hiccups and issues. So super excited. It's felt really good since, you know, the last update too. So it's really showing, you know, that it's working. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, remember how I was freezing up? Like in, like literally the game was just freezing. And y'all'd be like, "Not again!" I was like, "Yep, froze again." Well, that was happening. I mean, you were doing like it was heinous too. Like it was like every third game you'd freeze. Yep, in the middle, of, I'd be like, "In a fight!" Oh, it froze. Sorry, can't help you. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. So I'm I'm glad they fixed that because that does not create a positive gaming experience. Um, our last topic of the week is kind of also our Reddit topic of the week. And uh, so let's go ahead and, and jump into this a little bit. We're going to do it a little different this week. Usually we play the old funny Reddit topic of the week soundbite. But this week we're just going to jump into it because I have another audio clip here. We're actually pulling from one of the videos from Bull Cable. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, the, the weapon um, changes that took a place. It's the swapping, the weapon swapping. Some of the top streamer replies and kind of what the community's feeling about it. But let's go ahead and jump in here to listen, let's listen a little bit to a man you might know named Ninja talking to Dr. Lupo after a frustrating incident. And then Dakota's given a little bit of insight on how he feels about the weapon swapping. I whipped out the deagle and I, I hit shotgun shot, switched to four, which is my deagle, and then shot and nothing happened. <laughs> It's just the it's the weapon swap delay for everything, dude. What? Just still throwing me the, out. What the? Why? Why? Yeah. Why would you add a weapon delay? What's the point? Let me destroy people. Like no offense to the devs, man. I'm sure like some of them are watching, but like unfortunately, this is my opinion as a player. I think the game, the skins and the new items being added are super cool, but like the actual mechanics of the game. I think it has gone down downhill, honestly. My honest opinion is that the mechanics of the game have gone downhill. There's a lot of good fixes and some mechanics that were added that is better. But overall, the mechanics of the game, I think they have lost like their core feel of like when the game was special. You know what I mean? No offense. I know that's kind of like mean to say, but 
I don't know. I think like, I think the Epic Games department really like let the community affect them. And it's sad to see because it happened the same with H1Z1. Like H1Z1 was the same. The community got to their devs and they tried to tweak things and it got really bad. And I'm not saying it's going to happen to Epic Games yet, but Epic Games is really like trying to cater to certain people in the community. And you can't do that, man. So obviously for you guys out there going, what is this about? Last week with the update in 3.5, we had a big change to swapping different weapons. So going to your heavy weapons, rocket launchers, shotgun or pump shotgun, um, even even the Deagle had a delay. I think everything actually had a small delay put on it for the most part. But basically, the quickness where people could um, edit a window. Right, and this is where it first came up with Cypher. Um, Cypher put out a video of he put in a wall and edited a window in the middle and went to shoot, like act like you were shooting a person inside. But when you went to edit the window and then you switched to your shotgun, it was so slow that more than likely, if the guy on the inside had like an AR or even a pistol, he's going to kill you because of how slow it seemed to be of you switching to your pump shotgun to shoot someone. Now, there's a lot, I mean, there is tons of views on this. Um, Myth, the topic of the week from Reddit is that Myth put out his reviews and thoughts on swap and first shot accuracy. And basically, what he comes out to, he and he brings up first shot accuracy because that was a big change a week ago. And, you know, it's kind of died down. More people are, are, are used to it now. Basically, his issue with first shot accuracy is that it's pretty good. It's, he likes that it's in-game RNGs out but that he thinks that it should zoom in quicker to your first shot accuracy. You shouldn't have to wait so long for that shot to line up if you're kneeling or if you, if you, if you first get there. But with the weapon switching, he has a whole ordeal. This will be in the show notes so you guys can go in there and click on the link and go there and read through his thoughts and process on it. But basically, this change with the weapon swapping is saying that it's lowering the skill gap of the entire game. No zero. Like everyone's saying, this is lowering the skill gap. The skill gap is getting lowered because, you know, let me do as much damage as you heard Ninja say. Let me just kill some people, right? And I get it. I get, I get, I get what he's saying because he has created this high level of skill for himself to be able to do it. And now they've tweaked it how it is. Um, and there, I mean, I don't know what everyone's opinion is going to be on this. I have, you know, I, I have mixed feelings about it. Um, and, and, you know, Myth goes in there, kind of backs up Epic a little bit on, hey, this, I don't feel like the game has really slowed down. They slowed down the time to kill maybe slightly instead of decreasing the damage of the weapons by, in, by adding in this weapon swap. But, Bull, you're very, you're very familiar with all this that's been going on. Obviously, that comes from one of your videos. I mean, what do you think about the change? Do you think it was a positive change? Do you, you think it's going to get reverted? I've had a lot of think about this and it's not a simple I really like it or I really don't like right. it because um, I think Epic know this that this is not really a problem um, they actually originally intend on the game you know double obviously the double pump shotgun right. got taken away um, and then people are using different variations, right. and 
just the general. I understand what what he was. I I, I do sympathise for the. I think it's only really hitting the advanced players. Yeah, reaction. Times. That's a good point. You know, they're so used. Obviously, they're very used to it by now. They've got really good muscle memory. They just, but when their muscle memory gets, you know, it becomes a problem for them uh, because they're they're so used to it. And I, I do sympathise, but it depends. It's all up to Epic. Do they right. want people to use two weapons? To kill someone, or do they want the AR to be used at a certain range than the shotgun? Right. No, I, I can't really comment on this because I I'm not very sure what I, I haven't really got to grasp what I really think about it if I agree with it or not because it's such a big change and probably the little average player doesn't notice it anyway. But for the advanced players, it's a serious hit. Yeah, for I, them. I'm actually really curious to see what ends up coming out of this. I'm really curious to see if Epic comes back and goes, okay, we hear the competitive players per se, or the higher tier players, and we're going to change it back, or we're going to make this other change. There are weapons like the Deagle. I am not sure why a weapon delay has to be added to the Deagle, which is a gun that's probably not picked up very much anyways, not used at a very high efficiency rate anyways. And... You go and you limit it. I, I, I personally don't agree with that. I will agree with you in that most players don't even feel this change. And if they do, it's very, very minimal. And it's probably only on the pump shotgun, which I feel like is the gun that took the most hit out of all of it. Um, because when you're at your AR and you're shooting somebody with your AR and they, they're moving up on you, say they're, say they're an aggressive player and they're building towards you and you're shooting AR to try to break down their, their ramps or whatever. And as they get over you, you switch a shotgun to shoot them and you have a pump because tactical doesn't, the delay is not near as long as it is for a pump. If you switch to pump, then all of a sudden you're in a bad position, right? And it's hard to, it's hard to counter that. So this is where I have a hard time with it because I feel like if it's letting me play, if the game was to say, we're letting you play how you want to play, if you don't want to necessarily build up against that player and create a fort, and then pull out your shotgun in enough time to be able to reload or to be able to have that the the weapon swap timer go away so you can pull your trigger. If that's occurring, then they're now they're telling me how they want me to play. Right? And I think there's a fine balance there with devs on how they want players to play and how they let players play. And so I I am I have very mixed feelings about it because I I think Miss article and what he put together is really intelligent. It's really uh well thought out and he has some great points. Um I don't necessarily think it slowed the game down. I don't think it did that, but I do agree with you Bull in the fact that I think it might have taken some of the ability for those shock and awe plays and those um and that small 5-10% of players that really get that huge change forget it to be done but at the same time i would argue maybe it's making those players play different as well right and i mean no zero what do you think about this what do you think about the about you know the weapon change coming into play essentially taking away you know lowering ttk so the very first thing i'd say is the the main address the the main weapons that need to be addressed were rockets 
and shotgun. Yeah. Those two things. So it feels kind of like a broad stroke for a few things that need to be fixed. <clears throat> yeah. Now the hard part about it is is we don't know like we heard them uh I think it was Dakota say that they're kind of pandering basically to like a a lower subset or the lower skilled people in the community um and he referenced H1Z1 and it's always a hard thing to call a developer out on that kind of thing because it's hard to determine if they're listening to either you know cuz you you can look at what's being said and you can be like oh that's the vocal minority or the vocal majority right but it's really hard to tell that one and two it's hard to tell if epic was already feeling the same way they play their game so you know they have their own ideas it's not like they just say well we have a game out there what should we do in it oh let's listen to the community see what what we should do with our game like they're creative they know they're building a game they know how to build a game so it's not like we've given them all the ideas in the world a lot of people make a lot of suggestions and then we see these suggestions come in game and it's hard to tell well did i what did i have an effect on that or is that something that was originally planned for the game yeah i no, i i agree with you and i think as far as like playing how you want to play the problem i have with that is when double pump was really strong if that would have left or if that was left in the game unchanged then you still wouldn't be able to play the way you want to play because it was so strong that you were going to have to play to it. Right. You're going to have to learn it as a mechanic of the game because it was just that strong. I agree. Yeah, you're right. So I don't know. It's a really difficult decision. I, I think I like it for the guns that needed it, but does a deal need to be, you know, put on it? I don't think so. Um, I've had some issues with it and definitely times where I like jump into a situation and I switch a gun and it's just like, Oh, I can't fire yet. And I'm dead. So I don't know. Yeah. The game is a fast paced game. It's the way that it's played and the way that it's meant to be played or maybe not, you know, depending on what Epic thinks. Right. Um, the way that it seems to be that it should be played is very aggressive. The, The whole building mechanics and stuff. Because I tell you, the other day I was in a one or in a solos and there was five people left and literally it was just several forts built in the final circle. And it was so boring. Like no one wants to peek. No one wants to (laughs) get into an engagement. Like everybody's just waiting for someone else to get an engagement so they can clean it up or they can wait and not die and win. Right. And I know that there's an argument like, look, Battle Royale is not about you getting a bunch of kills. It's not about you getting the best loot. It's not about any of those things. The only point to uh, uh, Battle Royale is to be the last man standing. So in that argument, sure, I, I get it. But I think if that's the mentality towards Battle Royale, then you're going to have a really stale and boring Battle Royale. Fortnite's very different, and that's why I think it is where it is in the scene of battle royale right right no i i definitely agree with you and the two things that we will never know is we don't see the statistics right like how many people are dying from 
you know, the pump shotgun versus this, right? And how Epic's trying to balance that. That's the one thing we won't be able to get to see that they have to get in mind and see what works. I do think that they'll probably make some adjustments to this. Maybe not take it away altogether, but I do think that they'll make some adjustments um, to try to be, find a middle ground, per se. I think that would be the best, best thing to do. The only, the, only, yeah. the only thing I say is, why again? This is, this is the same thing with the shooting model. Why again did they not test it and get the feedback before they drop it? Because they, they know. They're not dumb. I mean, the, the shooting playtest went out a while back, and people complained about it. A lot. Yeah, and so people were like, "Well, they before the shooting test, everybody complained about this randomness to gunfights, right?" So Epic responded, right. gave a play test. People complained about that. It's like, okay, well, what do you want? Like, how are we supposed to give you something that's not random, and then you complain about the thing that's not random? I agree with Myth. It should zoom in quicker, like into your first shot accuracy, because of the volatility of a fight right you don't have a second to wait so um the same thing with this is like uh, even more so with this is that doing a play test on this whole thing like at least with the shooting mechanic it was like a gameplay thing that some people found fun right right there wasn't going to be anybody that's like oh this is fun i'm so glad that this is a play test like that I'm pretty sure Epic was smart enough to know, like, this is an unpopular change. Just put it out there because I, I'm and like you were saying, like, you sure that they're going to tighten up the screws and bring some things in. I'm sure that that's what's going to happen. They put it out like this and they're going to kind of tweak and see where they need to make changes. But the, the point is, is I, I'm almost positive by Epic's response that they're not a fan of double shot uh double pumps they're they're not a fan of double rockets i mean because rocket riding was not a thing then the pumpkin launcher came out and it became a thing and epic encouraged it because they liked it right so obviously they don't like those other things because they didn't encourage it they're now discouraging it and almost made, and they're basically making an impossible thing to do so yeah no i agree with you um the only other thing that I thought about when I was going through this on Zero, and I, I wanted to ask you real quick, and we'll move on, was we've played a lot of games with metas, per se, okay? Whether it be Destiny, or League of Legends, or you know, uh, uh, Heroes of the Storm, um, number of games we've played together that had metas, per se. By them changing stuff like this, and continue to add items in the game, do you find it interesting that this game continually has changing meta? If we're a battle royale game, it's not stagnant, right? It's not sitting there and, and not to call out any other games, but like where, you know, a lot of things aren't changing enough to necessarily change the gameplay overall. This game seems to continually have a different meta per se in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I think that gets scary about it is you know like guided missile comes in and that's not a fun gameplay mechanic to deal with right um so it, it gets concerning as far as the long term where where do things go um 
I just there's a lot of cool things. Yeah, I, and I just I thought like it's funny. It's fresh, and I feel like almost every week there's a reason to at least like if I'm having a long week or there's just a bunch of stuff going on in my life, I still feel like compelled to turn on the game and see what the new changes were, what right. been brought into the game, what new item is, um, what skins are out, stuff like that. So there's a lot of stuff that I, I think make it good, but it just there's a little bit of concern. I'd be lying if there's not. If I did, if said there wasn't any concern in the back of my head that, you know, some of this stuff could spiral out of control pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but then again, Epic's making more money than they've ever made in their life. Let's be honest. They don't they've wanna... never made this kind of money because who who has on a video game? No one. League of yeah. Legends, closely, maybe. Um, seriously. Yeah, I... they're, they're making more money than they've ever made before. And I think that they're going to try to make sure that this thing stays relevant for as long as they can to, you know, keep that going. Yeah, I saw they're making like multiple tens of millions of dollars a month in this game. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty shocking. And they're doing it without a subscription fee. Wild did it several years ago, but they had to use a, a subscription fee to do it. Right. And now, um, you know, they're making hand over fist money selling twenty dollars skins. Spe- speak of that, speak of that bull. Has this game been free for you? Have you have you have you ridden the free train or have you ridden the debt train? It, um, <laughs> I think every week there's just newer it's it's almost like I have to get this skin. This is the I, yeah. best skin <laughs> next week. Oh no, this skin's the best. Oh no, 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 next week. Oh no, this skin's the best. They just make better and better skins. And, and then Leviathan like, comes out, and you're like, maybe not. <laughs> Leviathan comes out. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy for me. I'm, I'm the same way, bull. I'm like, oh, man, I got to put more money on my account now. Yeah, I don't have a choice. I have to. I got to try it out. Got to get it. Um, did you get the Leviathan skin, though, bull? I didn't. I did not. Okay. I am not. I'm, I'm sitting back. I'm. I'm not buying. I'm doing the same. This have, is the have first you seen any leak skins. First one. It's the have you seen any of these? Yeah, it's like the tomato head. Oh, that looks awesome. Can't wait to get that one. I have to buy that. <laughs> yeah, I gotta buy that one. I got Le- Leviathan is going to be the first legendary skin that I do not get. Um, and I think it was put best the other way is it's basically like some of the other skins that we've already gotten. It's just you get, he, he has a fish for a head instead. That's the only thing that's different. He look, basically looks like the Dark Voyager outfit, but you can see through his, you know, through, through the, uh, the helmet, and it's a fish. I mean, and, and I do agree. Although I do like the fact, what I'll say about that skin, and it's the same thing that I'll say about the, the Battlehound skin, was that they look different, and they're taking them another direction, which is fun to see, right? And continue the variety that's in the game. Um, that's what I like about it, but you know, they can really make any skin they want at this point. Yeah. They can go any direction, and that's the beauty of the 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 model they've got. They can go anywhere with the game. They can create. But bull, that will only cost me more money. I don't need them to do that. It will only cost me more money. So give <laughs> a teenage mutant ninja turtle skin. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, please, epic. It'll be Thank awesome. You. All four, all four of the teenage mutant Ninja turtles rolling around. I want to do a squads where it's yeah, all four turtles. Yeah, all four turtles would be awesome. And then <laughs> oh, they'd be so like, cool. <laughs> it'd be so awesome if they could get the license to do like the turtles, and then like 
bebop rocksteady shredder and crane oh man yeah that'd be awesome so like you have like total <laughs> battlegrounds of ninja turtles that'd be sweet you just gave oh. you just gave like warner brothers an idea or whoever owns ninja turtles now They're like a yeah, i mean i'm sure ninja turtles. corporate america the way it is like <laughs> There's so many conglomerates out there. I'm sure they're somewhat connected somewhere. Yeah. That they could probably get into that pretty easily. I, um, yeah. And uh, that would be that'd be awesome. And the art style for Fortnite would already fit the Turtles art style. You know, Marvel, you know, Marvel's already gotten some publisher. They're like, hey, Capcom, can you create a battle royale game for us? Here's all our properties. Right. Oh man, that's funny. Just don't even talk about that. It's so cool. <laughs> Well, let's go ahead and get into this week's uh, tip and trick. You ask, do we have tips? Of course. Do we have tricks? Oh, yes, we do. So listen up. All right, so tip and trick this week. Coming from Monster D-Face, it's a real quick one. It's talking about aggressive gameplay. Here we go. So first tip and rule to aggression is, of course, to approach incoming fire. But you have to approach it full on head first. So notice here that I am jumping straight into the fray here. I am not waiting to ready up my shot. I am not building. I'm deciding here not to make any alarming extra kind of build moves or anything like that. This is the first and forward most strategy when it comes down to aggression. Just head dive right into the action and take on whoever's in front of you without waiting, without setting up, without doing any of that. Now comes into step two of the type of aggression when it comes down to aggressive push. Player shoots at me immediately afterwards and I go in with the push. Notice here that I am of course pushing with ramps. These ramps are to help me engage onto my opponent and get closer without giving him an opportunity to breathe. I'm just moving closer and closer constantly keeping that pressure on my opponent of course before i get into battle i want to make sure i have enough resources to take them and i take them head on so pushing in after my opponent's weak this is another form of aggression not allowing your opponent to breathe and this is of course designed to help you guys improve your fluidity in battle just make it feel more natural make it feel more fluid when you are in battle this is a full-on momentum head rush here i straight up came across two players sidelined them another player shot at me we rushed him right away and we took him on when you see an opponent coming at you like this you definitely know that he's either one experience or two has no fear of going back to the lobby this is a real-time demonstration of aggro gameplay so of course once again it's all about sound cues when you're playing aggression especially if you're playing snappy and on the fly so obviously just another tip there about aggressive gameplay pushing your opponent and getting in there um Null Zero, the more that people start to build, the more that people start to use pro builder controls, the more aggressive gameplays we continue to see. Uh, and so that's why I wanted to drop this one here on the fill for this week. I mean, you guys have anything to throw in there, Null Zero, about, you know, getting the jump, being aggressive that you've kind of picked up over the past few weeks? I mean, the simplest thing is like whenever you're being pushed or aggressed on, if you're not like Dr. Lupus said it best. You have to match them. Yep. If you don't match the aggression, more than likely you're going to lose the encounter. Almost, it's almost a guarantee. Yep. So you have to match the aggression or over, like, beat their aggression to win those fights. Yep. What about you? Well, you a very aggressive player. Are you like to sit back a little bit more? Um. Yeah, I'm quite an aggressive player, and to be honest, I usually play a lot of squads. Most of my games are in squads and the group of people we play with, we are aggressive. We see someone, we want to kill them. Yeah, so yeah. we're going in there, we are attacking from all sorts of angles and it really is, if the aggressive player, you're the one that 
dictates the fight. You choose the angles you want to shoot them from. Right. And when you're in the situations where you're getting pushed, you know what it feels like? You can see these big ramps coming up. You feel just a horrible situation to be in. You need to be the one, like Dr. Lupo says, you need, if, they're, if they're coming at you, you have to go back at them. Right. You have to start pushing yeah. back. No, I definitely agree with you. And uh, you're like us. You smell blood. You're like, I need it. I'm going to kill them. I'm going to get their loot. Or enough ammo, yeah. but you need more. <laughs> so. Well, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Shoot us a review on iTunes. Leave us some comments on Podbean or Google Play. You can always send your complaints to fortnitepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you like and what you dislike about the show. Uh, Obviously, we are running kind of long today, guys, so I wanted to let you guys know we did get your emails. What we're going to do probably the next couple weeks is just a little section with me, Noel Zero, addressing those emails, answering all your questions here on the show, and put that into uh, one of our shows with one of our interviews that are coming up. Uh, So we will be responding to all you guys. If you haven't got a reply to us uh, via email already, um, well, we'll just beat ourselves up and make sure we get them done because they all should have been replied to by now. But make sure you send us those. Keep them coming and send those emails to fortnitepodcast at gmail.com. We really appreciate the support. Um, and obviously bull cable. Thank you so much, man, for taking the time. I know it's super late where you are now across the pond, but thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with us and to tell us a little about your journey as a YouTuber. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where they can check you out at, where they can follow you, uh, for, you know, especially for those weekly challenge videos. Yeah, you can, uh, get me on Twitter uh, at bull cable, um, on YouTube. You can get me at Fortnite bull. And you can get me on Instagram at Bull Cable as well. Once again, guys, that's Fortnite Bull on YouTube, B-U-L-L, and Bull Cable, uh, just like it sounds on Twitter. Uh, so make sure you check him out and go watch some of those awesome videos he's put together for you guys. Thank you so much, buddy, for being here. And uh, you guys can follow us on Twitter at Fortnite Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Too Loud TX, Noel Zero, N-O-L-X-E-R-O. And make sure you check out those Fortnite Reddit pages as well. Thanks so much for the team over there continuing to keep that community rolling. And don't forget, guys, Guardian Con next Saturday. Clips for kids. Hashtag Clips for Kids. Make sure you do it. And until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. (laughs) 